And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you tuning in and taking the time to listen to our program. Now, should you have any questions about today's program or a program from the past, you can contact me by email at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. That's Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And additionally, besides uh, asking questions and, and leaving me comments and those wonderful encouragements that you continue to do, you also have the ability through email by leaving me your name and your address if you would like a free Bible. So keep that in mind. And should you need a free Bible, please contact me with your name and your address. And I commit to you that I will not use your information for anything other than getting you that Bible. And my prayer and hope for you is that you wear out the pages. Again, contact me for any of those things at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And again, you're listening to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Our program today is um, is something that's very, very close to my heart as, as all of the scriptures and the, and, uh, the Bible uh, uh, phrases and, and uh, scriptures that I share with you all the time. It's very important to me. And it's very close to my heart because I feel that I've been called to share the gospel. And in many ways of sharing the gospel, there are preachers and there are teachers and there are those who work among the people, helping the poor and just making sure that this good news, this wonderful news that Jesus Christ, what he has done for us with his sacrifice on the cross has made the way for humanity to be reunited with the God of all creation. That's the good news. There is no one who is beyond redemption if you humbly seek. Humbly seek the Lord. And you want to seek God's will. And it's not about us praying for earthly comfortable things. It is about seeking what God's will is for us within our lives. And so the object of what I'm doing all the time, uh, it's a different one sometimes that you see. And I do explain to you that I'm not trying to be teaching an, an entire subject in just this short amount of time. The idea, hopefully, is to whet your appetite so that you continue maybe where this conversation was going and do more research and develop this intimate relationship with Jesus Christ in your heart and your soul. That is my goal. And so really what I've hoped to do and go through with you um, when we go through the Word of God and trying to note very important passages, um, we try to look sometimes at where the word perfect occurs because sometimes there's a lot of confusion about perfection and in accepting salvation uh, instant perfection. There's a lot of, of theo doctrinal theology as to perfection and where all these things occur and how they occur. And my goal throughout my sharing uh, through these radio programs is all about getting into the word in a simple, in a simple manner. 
not complicated because the idea of salvation and all that Jesus offers is very simple. It's often made very complicated and confusing. And the reality is that it is not. And so I'm hoping as we go through today's program um, and that in each case, I can find in some way uh, what expression that word perfection was meant to convey, right? Uh, and in the context that it's used. That's, that's important sometimes um, because it's only, and as I just said to you, it's only when we have yielded ourselves, think about this, simply and prayerfully to allow these words of Scripture, God's Spirit, Holy Spirit inspired words to have their full force and effect in our lives. And also that we're on the right track for combining the, you know, the really different aspects of the truth into one harmonious whole. And everything that God is sharing, all the things about Christ and what the good news is bringing, everything that rings true is in harmony. If there's anything that's not in harmony with what is being said and what has been shared by the apostles and those that God uh, has lifted up through the ages to share his word appropriately, um, you got to check that out. There are scripture that says, check and test every spirit to see if they are of God. And that's very important for us to do. Um, as we begin this journey with our Savior and Creator. And among the thoughts which have especially uh, been brought home to me when I'm studying the Scriptures and, and putting together a program, and again, which I hope and trust that you'll agree in if you're a, an avid listener, um, I, I have them broken down into several categories that I think will be very important to us. And so, number one, number one, I think, um, there's a perfection which the scripture speaks of as possible and attainable. Uh, see, there you go. When we're talking about perfect, because only God is perfect. Only Christ was perfect. Even in his earthly incarnation, the son of God never sinned and remained perfect. So, there may be, there is, again, when we're hearing about the word perfect, there's a great diversity of opinion as to how that term should be defined. As I mentioned earlier in this segment, sometimes there's confusion when we're talking about perfection. But there's only one opinion uh, in relation to the fact that he promises perfection as his own work. Think about this. And the scripture, that scripture speaks of some as having been perfect before him, having served him with a perfect heart. Ooh, I'm hoping that that's welling up in you because, you know, often we're, we're, Coming to that understanding that we are just imperfect and broken, but there is something about what God's work and will does in us that leads us and brings our heart. And when our will, when we submit to his will, there are things that become about us towards perfection. I, it's just incredible and amazing. 
Number two, to know what perfection is, we must begin by accepting the command and obeying it with our whole heart. Remember what Jesus says, because you've got a lot of people running around saying they love Jesus. And Jesus puts this with this word, with this phrase about loving him. He said, if you love me, you will obey me. Ooh. And so what we end up finding is that our natural tendency is to do the very opposite. How often do you and I have these thoughts in our mind that we are going to do these great things for the Lord. We are going to follow this path. We're not going to be moved. And then we find ourselves twisted up mountains and down in valleys, uh, you know, highs and lows, happy and sad, uh, hopefully not depressed and hopefully not worried because those are the dangerous areas for us who walk in the faith to let us fall down into the depths of deep, uh, depression. That's not where God leads us to do. And he doesn't lead us into deep, deep worry. We can have concern. Uh, we can have these moments where our hearts are broken. Uh, that's different than depression. You can have sadness if you see someone you love being hurt. But to go deep into a debilitating depression that leading you away from the Almighty, that's not the direction that a person of faith, a believer should be going. And when you find yourself in that, get help. Get help, man. Get with others who are like-minded, Christ-like-minded, and what you need to look for. When you're going to bear your soul and bear your heart with someone of what is so deep and personal to you, you want to make sure that that individual that you are going to see and share it with, because it tells us to be in fellowship and share our issues with one another, but they need to be bearers of the fruit. And the Bible says, by their fruits, you will know them. And so those who, those are the ones you want to seek because they are going to uplift you. They are going to share with you and help you get back at least through scriptures, encouragement and prayer to be back on the track for your intimate relationship with your Savior. Of course, nothing, nothing is in place of deep, humbling, surrendered prayer with your Savior. So important, so critical to the work of the believer. And you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we'll be right back after this. Please stay tuned. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. 
Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for tuning in again on this fine Saturday morning as we begin the second segment of our program today. Um, I'm very excited about our program today entitled Perfect uh, because there's a lot of, uh, uh, like I said, there's a lot of opinions about the word perfect and perfection and how that uh, affects you and I in our walk with Christ and the meanings of that. And sometimes, you know, you can be talking about something and somebody's, oh, no, there's no perfect people. There's no this, there's no that. And so it, it can get very divisive. So if we look at these things closely, closely, pray as you study the scriptures. It's very important that when we begin to study God's word, in, in, in fact, in anything that we do, in any decision that we make in life, in the direction we want to go, it should always begin with prayer. Always. So try to keep that in your mind, brothers and sisters, that when we're going uh, to make a decision, because in reality, there is no aspect of our life that God is not included in or should be included in. Because when we use those words, oh, God is Lord of my life, he's not just Lord of Sunday morning, man, he's Lord Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday every day. And so at work, your decisions at work, everything that we do, the decisions about your children, where you're going, what you're doing, your expenditures, these are all important things that when we go to prayer, and I will share share with you, I'm not trying to say to do these little intricate prayers about, Lord, I, I'm out shopping right now at ShopRite or Acme or, or some supermarket. Uh, should I buy a dozen eggs or should I buy to save the money for that 18 count of eggs? I, I get a little dis- – that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is engaging with your Savior to ask God that his will – constantly be done in your life. And as those prayers are how you approach the throne, then those other things will become a natural part of what happens. Your decisions will be based on you pleasing your Savior, pleasing the Almighty, because you know that when we were in, when we're in God's will, when we're living the appropriate life that God has ordained for you and I, our lives may not be perfect because we're going to experience things that are going to teach us. Trials and tribulations will come either from inside of us or externally from others affecting us. But when we constantly seek God's will, He will provide the strength, the wisdom, and the way through these things. And when we're in God's will, all of these things that maybe the world or some unscrupulous person had meant for our harm will become a learning experience and lift us up to new enlightenment 
in our Savior. Think about how critical that is so that every aspect of your life on a daily basis of what you're doing, you're giving it over to God. He knows what you need. He knows what you need to be sustained. He knows what you need every step of the way. Remember, he says, every hair on your head is numbered. That's how intimate God is with it. And it's even so much more intimate than just knowing the number of hairs on your head. He knew us before we were in the womb. It is powerful, my friends. It is powerful, brothers and sisters. What you do and what you become when you surrender your ways and your wants of the flesh to the Almighty. It is so important and so powerful and will be all-consuming in your life because your focus will be on what we're speaking about today, attaining that perfection that you seek God to bestow upon you. So again, when we were talking in uh, number one, when I was talking about there is perfection, which the scripture speaks of as possible and attainable, right? And we know that there's so much diversity about the opinion on how that term is defined all the time. But there's only one opinion in relation to the fact that he promises perfection as his own work. And the scripture speaks of some as having been perfect before him, again, being served, hmm, being served with a perfect heart. Ooh. It's just so intricate and so intimate for us to be in this wonderful relationship that is so much deeper than the relationship between a husband and wife and man and woman. Although he uses that to show that there is real intimacy between the Savior and the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ. Remember, you are the church, the building, the sheetrock, the concrete, the wiring, the steeple, the lights, the PA system, the videos, the big screens. That's not the church, brothers, sisters. You are. And so what is God building? Where is he going to dwell? In you. Absolutely wonderful. And so the scripture speaks of a hope of perfection that it is all at once and at the same time, our duty and our hope. It's very powerful. Number two, to know what this perfection is, we really must begin by accepting the command, right? And obeying it with what? Our whole heart. And what we find is our tendency is, again, as I said before, we're we're kind of going back just a little bit to 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 refresh from the first segment. Uh, Our tendency is is to do the very opposite of that. And so we want to discuss, we want to share, we want to define what perfection is to understand how the command can be reconciled with our assured conviction, with our salvation. Because we know that the conviction is that no man is perfect. And so to provide for all the dangers that were sure to be found, aha, the pitfalls, we want to be very careful to provide for all of the dangers were sure to be found in that path of perfection. And so, but that's not God's way, right? Because here's what Jesus says. If any man will do, 
he shall know. That's in the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 17. And so the same principle holds true in everything that we try to attain, in all human attainment. And so it's only he who has accepted the command, be perfect in adoring, aha, in adoring submission and obedience, who can hope to know what perfection is that God asks and God gives. Ooh, that is very uh, enlightening and heart refreshing, isn't it? When we're talking about being perfect, be perfect in adoring submission in your love for God. Be perfect in loving him. Be perfect in your submission and your surrender and in your what? In your obedience. And that's how you'll know what the perfection is that God asks of us and gives us. And I will tell you this in all honesty, and sometimes, you know, this gets me in trouble and and people want to whip a little bit on me. But honestly, until this church body, not all these individual groups and names that are spread out in buildings, but until the church of Christ, the body of Christ is seen prostate before the almighty and seeking this blessing as the highest good. It will be no wonder if the very word of perfection, instead of being an attraction and a joy for us, becomes a cause of apprehension, anxiety, and division and offense. Think about that. How often, as we're talking about perfection that we're seeking to have God bring us to, um, when people in different levels of their walk um, become offended or je- others jealous, and they let the whisper of the wicked one enter into their thought, and they le- instead of letting the seed of the gospel bloom and the fruits that want to grow within us, the fruits of the Spirit, we give in to the seed of doubt. We give in to the seed of misdirection. We give in to the seed of untruthfulness, and it begins to lead us away. And so I ask, and my thoughts and my prayers are that God may increase the number of those who in childlike humility take the word from his own lips as a living seed. It's what it is, my friends. It's what it is, brothers and sisters. And we take this word from his lips as a living seed in the assurance that it will bring forth much fruit within you and within me. Oh, God, how we long for that fruit. We long for that fruit to blossom within our souls. Seek that. That is what we seek. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after these few short messages. Please stay tuned. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. On the road in Ohio Friday, the president was pushing for more federal spending, saying it will lead to more domestic production. President Biden announced a new business compact from United Performance Metals in Hamilton, Ohio. Large manufacturers like GE, Honeywell, and Raytheon would partner with smaller suppliers to, as he put it, adapt new technologies. He highlighted 3D printing calling it incredible. It can reduce the parts and lead times by as much as 90%. He says Congress needs to pass the Innovation Act, which he claims will strengthen U.S. manufacturing, reducing reliance on supply chains abroad. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. The weather should not be a problem for today's running of the Kentucky Derby. Yesterday's rain may have some impact on the dirt at Churchill Downs, but no showers are expected today leading up to post time right before 7 p.m. Eastern. Fox's Matt Napolitano. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. A coastal flood warning is in effect from 11 p.m. tonight till 6 a.m. Sunday. Otherwise, winds becoming strong today, cooler with rain and drizzle and a high 53. On and off rain and drizzle tonight with winds gusting past 45 miles per hour and a low 45. And rain and drizzle Sunday with a high 51. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for joining us on this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you taking the time to tune in. We know how valuable your time is. And by tuning in and listening, you're confirming the value and the importance of what we share week after week here on Saturday Morning with Dan Brown. Again, if you have any question about the questions uh, about today's program, you can contact me at Saturday Morning, Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. If you need a Bible, please use that email address, Saturday Morning, Dan Brown at Yahoo.com to request a free Bible. Just send me your name and your address, and I will mail you a new Bible free of charge. And my prayer is, as always, I hope you wear out the pages. All right, on uh, continuing with today's uh, program entitled Perfect, we're talking about um, really uh, so many different aspects of the word perfect and perfection. And as we uh, mentioned in the previous segments, there is a lot of diverse opinions about what that means, where it is, and how it comes about. So today's, uh, you know, program is really just to, to whet your appetite, to hope that you continue to dig deeper, seek more, and along with all that seeking, invite the Holy Spirit into your heart to be able to provide you with the clarity and the wisdom of what God is saying to you. That is so important. And earlier in, in a previous segment, I was talking about when you're finding yourselves in these, it, 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 maybe you're at a crossroads. Maybe things have overwhelmed you so much by the death of a loved one or the, or the loss of a, a employment or something that has you just so worried, so down in the dumps. You just feel like every day as you hit the road, you drive endlessly over speed bumps. And that's a feeling that is real that we can, that, that can come over us. But you need to take it to prayer. And along with that, the other ability is, is sharing with a brother or sister about these things so that they may be able to share something 
with you from their life experiences or God giving them word in their soul to be able to share with you. But the important thing, and I'm not just talking about running out there willy-nilly to have a gossip hour. That's not what I mean. You're going, you want to go somewhere so that what you share stays with those who you share it with, who those you seek for comfort will not use your vulnerability as an opportunity to talk to others in gossiping about your issues and problems. So when I'm saying for you to seek someone who possesses the fruits of the spirit, I want you to understand the qualities that you're looking for in an individual to share these things with. And where we find one of the scriptures about the fruits of the spirit is in the New Testament in the book of Galatians. And the exact place is chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. Now listen carefully what the fruits of the Spirit are. Because when you encounter your brothers and sisters who possess these things, you can be assured that what you're sharing is is, is not going to become uh, this gossip hour and spread through the rest of the body of the believers and here and there and outside on Facebook, on Tinder, on Twitter or whatever else is out there. Um, but that what you'll be sharing and seeking some information and some help and guidance will be processed in the most loving and humble and confident manner. God does not ask us to share our faults and our problems with each other to admit and confess our sins to each other for it to become the gossip of the church. That's not what it's meant for. And here are the individuals that you seek, the ones that possess this from Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and forbearance, kindness and goodness, faithfulness and gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. These are those who you seek. You seek to those who will comfort you and retain what you share with them in confidence and give you godly advice. So seek those that God is leading you to. And it says, check every spirit to see if they are of God and not just put yourself out there, the dirty laundry for all to see. That's not what confessing your sins to each other is about. And so often people, this has been done to people in the church where they make people stand before the congregation and admit all their wrongdoings before people who were doing the very same thing. This ought not to be church. It should not be. So I I pray that when you do this, I know I'm going on a little longer about this particular part of it, but it's very important to me that we do these things this way and those that we're seek. So often people leave the church because of what has happened to them and what they have shared has become fodder among the congregation. And that shouldn't be. It should not be. So as we continue our program today about perfect, 
I, I think it's very important that we understand this. Perfection is no arbitrary demand. In the very nature of things, God can ask nothing less because is what is God? His nature and he is perfect. So he can ask for nothing less. And this is true whether we're thinking of him or whether we're thinking of ourselves. If we think of him who's created the universe for himself and for his glory, who seeks and alone is able to fill it with happiness and love, we see and it becomes clear how impossible it is for God to allow anything else to share man's heart with himself. And we discuss this a lot because God must be all and have all. As a redeemer, as a father, as a lawgiver, and as a judge, he dare not be content with anything less than absolute legal perfection. Think about that. So what happens? As I started to say and mention, as a redeemer and a father, it equally becomes him to claim nothing less than a real childlike perfection. Remember, that's how we're approaching our creator and our savior. Jesus said, don't hold back the little children. Let them come to me. And he went on to say, unless you become, you adults who believe you know it all, unless you become like these little children, Seeking the lover of mankind, the father of all, seeking his love and his guidance as a child accepts direction from his parent, you're not going to see the kingdom. You're not going to see the kingdom unless you approach God in a childlike humility. It is essential and it is imperative. If we think of ourselves, the call to perfection is no less absolutely necessary in that same way, because God is an infinite spiritual good, and the soul is incapable of receiving or knowing or enjoying him unless it gives itself wholly to him. We cannot give ourselves partially to God and expect things to go the way we want until we are fully committed, fully surrendered, filled with humility, laying prostrate at the feet of the Almighty. It's not going to happen in that way. The soul will be incapable of receiving or knowing or enjoying him. So my advice to you, my prayer for you, I can't say it enough, for our own sakes, God's love can demand nothing. He can demand of us nothing less than a perfect heart. Oh, Dan, how can that be? Well, we've just got done talking about how we go down that road of perfection. He calls us to it. We don't call ourselves to it. And he gives us the tools. He gives us the Holy Spirit to fill us. Think about this, what he says we will become. Remember the woman at the well 
who he asked for that drink of water. And he told her he had water that she could drink of, that she would never be thirsty again. And she said, begging him, oh, Lord, Rabbi, give me that water. And Jesus goes on to say that each one of us will be like that. We will be springs of living water outpouring onto others to help them to come to know the Almighty. Oh my gosh, is that the desire of your heart? If it's not, pray that it becomes that. If you're lost in worldly, fleshly entertainment and everything else but doing the will of God, get down on your knees now and pray in tears that God reaches into your soul and you develop an intimate relationship like no other you could ever experience. And a love so unimaginable, it puts everything else out of your vision. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after these few short messages. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 90. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I pray, brothers and sisters, that your heart is on fire as mine is um, going through today's program. Again, in a very short time, it's less than an hour. We try to bring the subject matter that moves you, that, that makes you crave more for knowing the God of all creation, for knowing the one who died on the cross, gave up his perfect life, sinless life, so that you and I could be redeemed in perfection and reunited with the Father of all creation. The Father who Jesus said, these are not my words, but... As I hear them from my father is above. I don't do my will, but I do my father's will. Though that is the father that Jesus died to reunite us with. Sacrificing his life. Taking the burdens of sin and bearing the scars. And as it's, we've heard so many times, by his wounds, we are healed. We're in the fourth segment and final segment of today's program. 
And again, I pray that today's program has set a fire, a burning flame in your heart that will grow to help you understand uh, the, the meaning of what fire can be in your life, the appropriate fire. Those of us who are in the walk of faith are not concerned about the fire of destruction. We are concerned about the fire that leads us to perfection. The fire that changes us. The fire that burns away the impurities of our human life and flesh. What we've done, what we've experienced, what we wished we had done. Decisions we wished we had changed and roads that we went down and thoughts of what we could do that we never followed through. And the idea being is because we continued to reject our Savior's call to come to him as little children. We always start out going to him as somehow we know better. We know humanity better. We know life better. I'll tell you what we know better. We know about sin better. We know about sin because we constantly look away and take our gaze from our Savior to be concerned with the wiles of the world, the tribulations of the world. The walk of the faith is not to be concerned with the worldly issues, not to be lost in the problems of the world, not to be lost in the sin, not to be lost in all of those lascivious things that the world reaches out to tell us these are pleasures you deserve. Don't deprive yourselves of these things. And it is all just a call to destruction. When all the time your Savior, your Father's arms are reaching down to you, saying, knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. Ask, and you shall receive. If you love me, as your lips declare, I'm paraphrasing a tiny bit because I think it's important to denote that. If you love me as your lips declare, you will obey me. And in obedience, the road is cleared. The path to that perfection is cleared. And when we walk through that road of speed bumps, when we walk through the valleys and the hills, what does he say in Psalms? I will fear no evil. That is our call. But it is to approach the throne in a childlike humility, understanding that God's only purpose for us is to lift us up and love us, love us in his perfection. That is so important, my friends, so, so important. And so our last part of today's program, I would say number four, we kind of have three elements of perfection that we were talking about. I would share with you that perfection as the highest aim of what God in his great power would do for us is something so divine, so spiritual, and so heavenly that is only the soul. It is only the soul. Understand this. It is only the soul that yields itself so very tenderly to the leading of the Holy Spirit 
that can hope to know its blessedness and holiness. God has only the best intent for you and I. But until we submit fully, until we surrender all of our will and replace it with his, God cannot occupy that place that he created in every human being that we constantly try to fill with everything, entertainment, pornography, material goods, you name it, we try to fill it, power, money, everything, fill it with all of those things other than what is meant to be there. The Holy Spirit is meant to be there and dwell there. And so God has given every human heart a deep desire for perfection. You and I want to be that, and we're very frustrated, and and we're very forlorn so often when we're striving, and we go, oh, I can't reach it. I missed the mark again. I messed up. But I will tell you, backstep, take a moment, pause, and think, how did you approach the situation of you seeking the perfection from God? How did you approach it? Did you approach it in your flesh, with your fleshly thoughts and desires, or did you approach it with childlike humility, accepting all that God desires for us? Because that desire is manifested, absolutely manifested, in the admiration which all men have for excellence in the different objects or pursuits to which we, you and I, to what we attach value. Oh, there's the caveat. What do we attach value to? Do our vacations mean more than our spiritual journey and our walk with God? Do our jobs, do our material goods, do all these things that are in the world mean more to us, have a higher value within our life, than doing the will of God. Because when they do, you're not going to be able to walk down that path to perfection as you hoped. You're going to keep stumbling and bumbling and bumping and falling. Think about that. In the believer, in the believer who wholly yields himself to God, This desire fastens, it connects, it holds on to with every strength and fiber of your your human body and soul. It attaches itself to God's wonderful promises and inspires prayer and prayer like this. Lord, make me as holy as a pardoned sinner can be made. Or like David reached out in Psalms after he'd fallen so deeply with someone else's wife. Lord, wash me, make me white as snow, cleanse my soul. That is the heart that you and I need to possess as we move through this life. And the more we learn to long for this full conformity to God's will, for the consciousness that we're always pleasing to him. That has to be our conscious thought. Remember, consciousness, we talked about this. It's there for a reason. You have a conscience for a reason to point out God gave us that. It's when we sear the conscience that we no longer have the ability to consider what is right and wrong. And we march down a path, march headlong into destruction. Because for the consciousness 
that's always pleasing to him, the more we will see that all of this must come as a gift directly from heaven. And the full and as the full outbirth in us of the life of God. It's the inbreathing of the Holy Spirit of Jesus in those who are wholly yielded to his indwelling and his rule. That's how we move forward. Trusting ever less, trusting less and less and less to men's thoughts and teaching. When we do that, we will often retire into the secret, aha, uh-huh, the secret of God's presence with the assurance that the more we see God's face and hear the secret voice that comes directly from him, my son, my daughter, be perfect. The more the Holy Spirit dwelling within us will unfold, unfold in us, so important, the power of these words. He will make them as God's words and bring them and give them and work the very thing that he speaks. And so in the hope that these simple things that I share all the time, my hope is that they may help you in some way all of us being God's children, to go on to perfection. Seek it, seek it, seek it. And I commit you and I commit myself and all who are believers and and walking in faith, I commit them to the blessed Father's teaching and keeping. God bless you all. And thank you, my brother who has long passed, Andrew Murray, for the encouragement to move forward in these wonderful writers like Andrew Murray and uh, uh, my buddy A.W. Tozer. Not my real buddy. He's long gone. I never knew him in person, but I feel as though I do. So God bless you all. Thank you for listening in to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless.